My guest in the studio is Martin Henry. Good morning, Martin, and welcome to Saint FM. Oh, good morning, Tammy, um, and good morning to you, listeners. And Great thank, to see you. Thank you for having me. Okay. All right. So uh, you know why you're here. So this is kind of the hot seat moment where you are selling yourself or, uh, you know, appealing to uh, the voters out there, uh, as as we call them. And uh, we're, we're going to start, Martin, with I think uh, most people will know you, but we're going to start with a very obvious question, is, which is to tell us a little bit about yourself and why you have decided to run in, in this year's general election. So over to you. Uh, well, Tammy, the I've been sta- I was I have started to head you know, in this general direction. I think for the last couple of years, yeah. um, and if I if I think about it, there's been two sort of um, experiences that I went through, which which kind of got me mm. here now. Um, the first being um, a couple of years ago, about four or five years ago, I made a few life-changing um, decisions, um, heading up to 40, by the way, and, you know, want to get myself back on track. Um, and I did quite a bit of research on the back of that, and I found some um, really incredible things while doing that. And the second, of course, um, was the Governor's Commission. Of course. And and that threw me right in the deep end. I learned so much about, you know, I, I spent, you know, countless nights downloading sort of A-level um, political videos, trying yeah. to learn the system, etc. Um, and it was quite intense because we had a short period of time, um, but a lot of information went in there. And I also learned um, about our system and the, the positives about mm-hmm. the system that, that is currently in place, and also all of the negatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then together as a team, we, we came up with what we, what we was calling a raw skeleton yeah. for, for everybody to, um, to add to. Um, and then th- there's a, a little... Um, Funny piece, we are um, at work, we were handing around um, the 16 personalities um, <laughs> and, and we all did yeah. our personality tests. Okay. I know, I know SH, yeah. SHG has used it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I answered all the questions mm-hmm. and it came back with, you know, this is your personality, this is um, certain things about you. And under role, it said diplomat. Awesome. And I was like, that's it. Let's do this. Written in the stars, Written in basically. The stars. Yeah. All right. So that that was your uh, second reason. And of course, tell us a little bit about where you work and your family. And uh, as I said, most people will know. But of course, just for somebody who's meeting you right now via Saint Tavam, if you want to share a little bit about that. Um, so, uh, like, like you said, most people will know I, I work for Solomon's. Um, I'm part of their senior management team, and I oversee um, <clears throat> our, 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 the Solomon's shop, Solomon's outlets, and also our procurement. Um, which has also given me loads and loads of, of, of background um, experience in working with mm. SHG systems, working within um, the, the current limitations of Santa Lina. Um, and um, importantly, um, about three or four years ago, I joined the chamber as part of, uh, as part of Solomon's yeah. and met loads and loads of, of business people yeah. and found that we all had, while we all different and we all have a moan at each other <laughs> time to time, um, I found that, that our problems mm-hmm. are very similar. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm hoping to do is, is uh, if I do get elected, is not only bring what I have in my head as a, as a vision or as a philosophy, but also bring some real practical experience mm-hmm. from, from the other side. Yeah. Of course. And you're also a family man. You're a daddy. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, that, that, that 
being ha having children um, also engages you in, in education and engages you in what are your kids going to do when they leave school? Um, is there going to be any opportunity here for, for them when they come back? Um, I'd just like to add that another one of the other very important reasons why I decide to, decided to run is because of the mass exodus of, right. our, of our young people. It is right now, um, in my opinion, is, is at a very, very... Crisis. Yeah, is at a very, very scary point. Um, and every time we lose one of those young members, we, we lose, in, in my opinion, we lose the intelligence of our population because we, we, society is built on um, the intelligence of, of the whole. And uh, when they start filtering away, we become less intelligent and we, we have to own up to that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, if we can go to your manifest, I know that you, you're adding something additional this week to the paper, and uh, you describe internal and external environments that significantly reduce our costs in life and allow us to benefit from high-quality mental and physical well-being. You also talk about green energy uh, as a primary fuel for both bodies and our economy. Why, why do you say that? Why, why is that important to you? Well, um, you know, first of all, we have to admit that, that our current population, our, our, our friends and our family, we, we have a subpopulation. I mean, Michelle came down yeah. uh, a few weeks ago and said the same thing, and, and she, she, she's got the numbers. Um, <laughs> but we have a, a, a subpopulation of people. We also, um, we, we also being, our economy is being driven to death by, yeah. for, personally for me, by, by the cost of energy. Um, and I think yeah. quite a few people have said that sure. because I think we all see in the same thing. So my, my connection there is that while we have so many problems Danny, and we have so many areas to solve, if we can start with two, and these two are my primary, if we can encourage our population of people to become more healthier, more, more actively involved, and at the same time reduce our costs. So when I say reduce our costs in life, um, I refer to reduce... Uh, re reducing the, the cost on our health system, um, reducing the costs on our, our families when, when people get sick, mm -hmm. um, and it, it's an across the board reduce the cost in life. So it's not just a financial cost. Sure. Um, the other thing which, which I'll mention in my article this week is that we, we, we're quite stuck now with the FCDO saying, well, there's no more money. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of stuck with what I consider to be sales, which is important money. Um, and the one thing we can focus on is reducing our overheads. Yeah. So if, if we have an X number of budget and it, it, you know, it costs a couple of million pounds to, to bring fossil fuels to the island, um, you can imagine what the, the, the medical bill looks like. Um, and if we can reduce these huge sums of money, or start to reduce these huge sums of money, we can uh, re-engage that money in, 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 in more sort of, um, like, like, you know, we always go on about the, the field that France is playing, and we always go on about um, having more activities for our youth. Yeah. We, we, all, um, we also look, we need to look at, um, like I said earlier, our, mm. our youth are leaving. Yeah. And we need to look at how, how do we keep these people here. And we're not talking about the kids that have just left school and you know um, want to go. I, I want them to go and gain life experience. Mm. We're talking about uh, people who have come back with university degrees. We're talking about people who've went and done a few years mm -hmm. in, in different places and have decided to come back and settle here and realize that um, they either going to have to go offshore 
to build their own house or stay with their parents for the rest of their life. It, it is that simple. Yeah. So need really creating opportunities as well for, for our, our young people. You talk about, uh, you mention as well in your manifest uh, about uh, creating wealth uh, for St. Helena. Now, a lot of times we, you mention as well that we have a great list of problems and a lot of those problems require money always um, at, at, at every turn. So it's okay to give a list of all of the problems but really, the solution is how do we fund? How do we get sufficient money to ensure that we can keep all of these services running uh, to, to enable the island to be sustainable in going forward? What are your thoughts on St. Helena creating its own wealth? Well, like, like I said earlier, this, this, is the, um, this is the reason why I hinge my, my um, manifesto on these, these two areas. If, if we can reduce first of all if I start with the external stuff and we, we can reduce the cost of electricity and if we can bring that down to, mm -hmm. a, to a really good um, level it will enable other businesses mm -hmm. to, 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 to set up and I mean the two base costs usually uh, around any business is, is your labor costs and, and, and the cost of your energy yeah. so by focusing on one of them um, here one of, the, one of the, the primary costs it, it will just enable us to mm -hmm. it, it, it would allow people who who haven't even taught mm -hmm. about running the business to go, hey, this is now, um, mm -hmm. uh, this is now practical, it's feasible. We know, for instance, that even bringing in the, 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 the ground stations for satellites, that they, they, they're going to be based on the cost of, of electricity. They take huge amounts of electricity. Yeah. Um, all of the, a lot of the new technologies, they, they all require, um, require energy. And if we're going to compete on a global market mm -hmm. for anything, we really have to reduce the cost of our energy. So. Yeah. Externally, um, th that is one of my primary mm -hmm. drivers. In internally, um, you know, if we if we really reduce that huge, huge cost on our healthcare service, mm -hmm. we, yeah. we, like I said, we would just have so much more more money, more free money mm -hmm. to to pump back in. We also, um, if and if we add them both together, and and then go, you know, right now to an investor, they mm -hmm. they look at Selenina and they go, you know, it's got a huge um, electric. Uh, electricity okay. costs. Yeah. We've got a um, the the cost of connectivity mm -hmm. is huge yeah. and uh, and slow. Right? Um, you know the, the the population is stagnant. We've we've lost our economically active mm -hmm. people. We've got a aging population. Um, why would you invest in Saint Lena? Right. Uh, and if I be objective about that, mm -hmm. you know why would you invest? Now, um, same investor looks at Saint Lena and go. The energy is really cheap. They're renewable resources. They, they've, they've taken a step. They, they've moved um, into where I can, where I think this is the only area we can move into. Um, so we've got free, uh, not free, but much cheaper energy. We've got like a healthy, vibrant population of people. We've got high connectivity because of um, the, 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 the cable coming. And all of a sudden, you know, this becomes a place that I would like to invest in. Let's not forget the whole other side, which which surrounds us every day. The beauty, the protection, the, the low crime rate. Um, I really do think we have something to sell here. Mm. But in order to do it, we have to be part of that sale. So we can't say, come to San Elena and we got this and it's over on one side. We need to say, come to San Elena and we got all of this, including the people. Mm. And we are all 
heading towards towards that, that direction. Okay, because actually that was my next question. I'm glad you've already answered that, Martin. Really, what are your thoughts on inward investment and whether or not St. Helena uh, provides the climate for people to say, I want to come? Because, of course, what are your thoughts on the fact that even though, you know, we, we get money from um, UK government, there are a few local businesses on St. Helena, but the, the next question would be, what, what are your views on new money coming to the island? And you've actually answered that in terms of the fact that we, 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 we at some point, are going to need investment. Yeah. Yes, most definitely, Tammy. Um, just, just to be uh, clear, I've got, you know, I, I go on forums all the time, yeah. um, and I, I already know of, of two investors, phys- physical investors, who, yeah. who want to come to St. Helena. One of them has been is being held up by our famous AG chambers and and, <laughs> and, um, and and some of the work that needs to, to be done there. But the other one is is, is very interested in, in in the whole green technology, um, and, it's, and it's because I, I I talk to these people all the time. I mean, I've written to um, um, the, the Elon Musk Foundation. I've written to you. to um, Bill Gates Foundation, and and just went to them. You know, uh, here's my plan. Let's make Santa Lina 100% renewable. And let's test some technologies here, just 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 to have a go. Um, with the the Gates Foundation, I actually got to a second phase where I had to write a 500 word piece. Um, we didn't get any further, yeah. but you know I'm doing this after work, after cooking dinner for my kids, and after doing everything else. Given the opportunity to really go at this, um, you know, six and seven hours a day, and, and really get out there, I think just just focusing our direction. Yeah. Um, okay. There's people out there. Yeah. People talk about sustainable development all the time. It, it's, it's a loose term. We throw it around. Governments throw it around. Private sector throws it around. We all throw it around. Sustainable development. But what does that actually mean? Because we can have the will, but is there are actually people doing this. Do you, do you think, Martin, that there's an understanding, a true understanding of what sustainable development is uh, within government, within the island, within the populace? What, what are your thoughts on this? Well, um, f- first of all, and with no disrespect, because we label something as <laughs> sustainable development, yeah. that doesn't mean that it is sustainable development. Okay, so because, again, it, it is that loose term, yeah. and, we, and we throw it around everything because it's... Um, Politically friendly. <laughs> it's a nice thing to say. And but true sustainable um, development for for me is, is looking at where are we heading, and we are, you know, we are we are going to have to get off an oil-based economy very very soon. I mean, only yesterday I, I looked at um, you know food in Europe. Now they've said no more petrol and diesel cars in um, from twenty twenty six. That's four years away. And, and all the other big companies behind that are going from um, 2030. Mm-hmm. So, but in this decade, um, they've decided not to make any more electric cars. So, that, that, and that's just one part. There's, there's loads, um, mm-hmm. loads of other information knocking around it. But until we catch in our heads that climate change mm-hmm. is driving us to what, what I consider and, and what now um, some really great economists are considering, um, a new third industrial revolution. Now, what they've said is that the, the last industrial revolution was, was based in America. It was based on um, oil being a primary source. It, it was based on the, the new communication system, which was the um, was, was TV and, and radio, and also on, 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 a, on the new transport system, which was basically Henry Ford putting us on the road. 
So what they're saying is that these are the key denominators to, to, to an industrial revolution. And we've now entered what they consider to be the third industrial revolution. We have the internet and high-speed connectivity. We have green power to replace um, our oil-based economy. And now the, the, the only piece missing is power in our transport system. And uh, you know, just last week, there was two brand new inventions that came out, um, added on inventions that came out with battery power, which will increase increase their capacity by huge amounts. So once that is completed, we are now pretty much in a third industrial revolution. So are we going to sit and fight it out in the dying ages of the oil-based <laughs> revolution, or are we going to step forward? We've got a cable coming, which is going to power us, um, which is going to give us some of the highest connectivity in the world. You know, we are in a spot. We're not got perfect UV, but we can surely run um, an island for up to 10,000 people uh, if, if we project ourselves going that way on, on three windmills and, 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 and a few solar panels. You know, it, it's not a really, really big thing to do, but it is about starting to push in that direction and, and hang on to it. Mm -hmm. what, what we tend to do, I find here, is we, we go, this is the right thing to do. And straight behind that, we throw 10,000 10, reasons why we can't do it. Mm -hmm. and, once we get past that, then we can start, we really can start moving in that direction. Yeah. And I think a lot of people listening to you, because, you know, Martin, these are conversations that have been, been had quite over a period of time within St. Lunar government. It's always come through as a priority. So if you are elected and you go into what one might perceive as a government that is leaving a very huge carbon print in the way we work, the way we operate, um, when you go in, what would be your way of pushing this forward as a priority for St. Cleaner government and, and basically for the, for the people? Do you see this as something that you're going to be working on right away and, and really promoting the significance of this? Because, as you say, lots of things are priorities, but they fall to the back because other things um, come, you know, stand in the way. How do you, and looking at your manifest, which says we're actually creating a new tomorrow based on all of the things that you've said, how are you going to make this a priority? Well, well, Tammy, you actually answered the question. Have I? And yes, you have. What you said right there is exactly what we do. All of the things which I am promoting is all seen as the long-term thing to do. We have to deal with the fire right here, right now. We have to, you know, work with what we got. And all we do is continuously put off that thing. I mean, the healthcare is, is, is one of those things. You know, when I ask about healthcare, Oh, but, you know, we got we, we, we got so many people who are ill now. We have to deal with that. We have to make sure that 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 we you know. But we will start doing um, the the prevention stuff further down the road because it's a bit long term. Yeah. And the longer we put that stuff further down the road, the worse the the worse the direction we are heading. We have to stop and we have to realize that we are dealing with two strategic plans here. We're dealing with a strategic plan that goes, this is the direction that we need to put our, our, our first foot in. That's the long term, and that's the one that we need to take. We don't ever take that one. And this is the strategic plan to deal with the fire that we are fighting now. We are in a firefight. Quick fix, yes. Yeah. COVID has put us in a firefight, right? And let's be honest about that. There's no strategic way out of this firefight um, because the information that we need to make a strategic direction is changing every single day. So we have to look at these as two different plans, but we have to start taking on both instead of just sticking to the here and now one, which, which, which I think we do too much because it's the easier one to deal with. And, it, and also because I think we actually, um, some people actually start to enjoy firefighting because, because it's a buzz, you know, you, you solve the issue for today. Um, and it's changing that mindset a bit. 
Okay, one of the other questions, and I guess I know what your answer is going to be, but I'm going to say to you, all the different candidates running have priorities in their heads or consider certain things for the island as the nows, the things we need to achieve now and what's really important. I say housing is one of them, social issues another, uh, the price of utilities and all these other things. But is there anything beyond what you've mentioned um, that you also see um, that is a priority for St. Helena right now? Um. I, I mentioned it earlier, our priority right now is to, to put a plug in, in our, our economically active, intelligent young people leaving the island. Um, we've, put, we have, we've invested so much in their education. You know, we've, we've stand up, we've, we've demanded that we have um, the level of education, which, which I think, um, if, if we compare it across the world, which is quite good. There's, there will always be areas for improvement, always. But we, we invest all of that in our youth, only for them to come home for 10 minutes and then let someone else or another country enjoy the benefits of their intelligence. And right now, we have to sit around the table and we have to look, how can, we're not gonna stop it tomorrow, but, but this is a, a catch-on thing where 10 people go and they start inviting their friends to go. And, and, I, and I've seen, I'm seeing it unfold in front of my eyes because I, I, I talk to quite a, a lot of young people and they're all now talking about going to the Falklands because, hey, 10 of their friends are down the Falklands. Yeah. You know, and they see the picture on Facebook of them smiling in the snow. We all know that, that that's just the, um, the shot in the moment, <laughs> but, but it, it, it captures them. Mm -hmm. you know, they, they realize that uh, you know, some of the, the base wages um, on the Falklands is what we're paying our, our middle and senior managers on Zanelia. Mm -hmm. So you know, we really, really have to start focusing on that area outside of the two areas, which, which I um, promoting. Mention. All right. Okay, uh, my next question really would be um, how we then evaluate what we've been doing. And again, this is, this is sort of a historical thing on St. Helena where something happens, a project is, is put into play or we have a certain development only to find out later when we are evaluating that actually that project hasn't gone. Uh, let's talk about the fuel farm if we can, just, just, just as an example of that. We, we have seen historically on St. Helena things that have gone terribly wrong, badly wrong, and, and the public has actually suffered as a consequence of that. So my question for you, if elected, how will you go about evaluating what's happening rather than letting something go on and on and on until it becomes a bit of a terrible mess. How do you plan to let's get involved right away to ensure that you have the scrutiny to ensure that when projects are being carried out or something's happening on St. Helena, that it is, it is happening in the right way and in the best way for the people who should be the, the benefactors of it or the people that benefit from it. Well, Tammy, I, I would take that back to phase of all, uh, realignment. And we've, we've got a, a brand new way of government, uh, mm -hmm. governing ourselves. Um, it, it's all gonna be a bit fussy, I think, for a few years until, until we can line it up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what's been thrown around of, of uh, recently is, is the whole ministerial code. Mm -hmm. And the positives I take from that, okay, is that the code came out, Vince had an opportunity to have a look at it and scrutinize and compare it. So did a few other members. And, and the, the, the process is exactly the way it should be. Everyone scrutinizes it now, and hopefully that that scrutiny will be taken forward. And when the, the code is um, enacted by um, 
yeah. by ASCO, it will it will then take into account all of the work the that's been done by everybody. So, so, so in the end, we have a collective. Now, what I would like to see, or what should be handed to those people signing off the ministerial code, is an administration code that aligns the administration with the ministry. Because right now, um, you know, I think there's some work being done, but it's being done by people who are already in the administration. In administration who, who, yeah. who, who, who's there aligning that to make sure, for instance, if um, we have, so if, just just say, um, if, I, if, if I'm one of the ministers and um, I have a serious issue with an official who is, is really holding up the direction right. that I am trying to take St. Helena, right? I report it to the chief minister, the chief minister um, reports it to the chief set. I like to see a document that flows on from that, that tells me that the chief set will action this. They, they don't have to tell me the whole HR process and, and everything else, but without having two codes and, and two systems that, that shows the ministry, um, that the administration is aligned with them and aligned with them so that they move in the strategic direction with the ministry, then it's going to be very hard to first of all hold our hands up and say, we made a mistake here. Um, and going back to your original question, the, the, the BFI, what we've done, you know, the BFI is a mess. The old one isn't fit for purpose, yeah. um, it's, it's fallen to pieces. The new one isn't fit for purpose, right? <laughs> and we've spent the last year trying to, in my, my opinion, disguise this fact, yeah. right? Let's put our hands up at the very beginning. These two things isn't working. Only then you can, you can start making plans or start looking at how we can solve this issue. But if we're going to carry on worrying about, um, you know, how can we sell this to the public um, the best way we can, mm -hmm. you know, let, let, let's get a few reports done. Um, the public already know it doesn't work. So there's, we need to, um, and to be quite frank, we need to get over ourselves when we make mistakes. I mean, this is a huge mistake, but yeah. you know, and one that, that I could pull my whole wind farm on. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, uh, but, but we need to stop for a minute and admit it, mm -hmm. and then that's not where we go from now. Mm. Okay, and uh, the the next question, we're always coming to the end, uh, Martin. Really, uh, uh, which is I think a question which is which most people will nod their heads to, um, which is when it comes to communication. In every aspect, wherever you turn, wherever you go, a major hindrance to uh, politics on Saint Helena, to decision making, to wanting to see things happen for the island, uh, is based on communication, either somebody withholding information or people not sharing what they have or we then don't have information so assumptions are made. Um, how do you plan, if you are elected, to improve that process, which is the first part of the question and second of all, how do you then plan to involve residents a bit more in the way decisions are being made on St Helena? Well, First of all, if we look at the, the, the new structure of um, the, the system, it opens itself up to far more scrutiny. And, if, and it opens itself up to, to far more um, the ability for people's, uh, for people's opinions to come through the system. Um, you know, through the legislator, so it's, so it's, it's part, and, and it, it's going to be questioned openly. So, uh, 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 for, for me, one of the first things that's happening there is that if I got an issue in the public, I know that there's a process that, that takes that issue up the chain. Now, and, and there's a pro process for that issue being answered. Um, we, I, I, I listened to a few other uh, interviews and we did, did this loads of 
of areas, you know, where people have asked um, the administration questions mm -hmm. and they haven't had any answers. Um, we, in, in the job I do right now, communication is absolutely key, but, but we fall short yeah. um, so often, but, 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 but trying to just bring together basic business. So I actually think that it is not for me to say it is for the administration to communicate to us, it's for, for um, the ministry to communicate. I think it's in Ireland, we, but we need to communicate better. But one of the reasons we don't is because we haven't got a vision, I don't think. We haven't got a direction that we've chosen to take. Um, and this is not the, the fault of um, anybody in, in, in a lot of cases. You know, if you're going to get a year-on-year -year budget, then how can you make a long-term plan? So I, I'm not here to to say, you know, this is this is uh, this is somebody somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. I, I think it, it is the, the currently how we rerun the show or how we've been told to run the show. And if we change the fundamentals to that, then we'll have a system where we can we can hear our people, mm -hmm. and we also can communicate to our people what we're doing with that information. And there, there's so many places uh, uh, along the route now that that doesn't doesn't work at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I've got through most of the questions that I've had here, really, and this is an opportunity for you uh, to add anything additional, additional that you'd like to add to people listening. But I always like to end off on a very positive note, so we can, if, if there's something else you want to share, and then of course we can end up with something very positively, because I think you're absolutely right. Um, we've got to have vision. There's lots of people that have come through, and we're always saying about what's wrong, but it's also essential to be solution-based as an island, and to have some hope in the future. And, and, of, and of course, that's why you're here today, to say what you're going to do to try and change the face of St. Selena's future. So anything final from you, Martin? Well, it's just to say to um, the, the listeners out there that, that one of the reasons that I, I have run for council this time, and, and it was a, a, a very difficult choice, and a last minute one, I think, in terms <laughs> yeah. of going, Martin, you need to do this, um, is because I really care about our community. I, I really care about the health of our community. Our statistics show us that we need to have a change in direction. I really care about the fact that we are, like I said earlier, and, and I'll say over and over again, that we are losing our young members. Mm -hmm. um, and I've chosen, just like most people sort of my age, to come and, and, and set up my life up on St. Helena. I've chosen to be part of this community because, because it is mine. And I, I, would just want, I just want to let you know that that, that is the prime drivers behind me running for this. I, I will learn along the way. Um, there's so much I don't know. There's, there's a lot of people probably sitting in different offices now going, that's not right because he doesn't know this piece of information. But, you know, so be it. I'm, I'm working with what I've got now, but I'm very open to suggestions and I'm very open to to, to take in what people have to say and pool in it. I only bring in my opinion um, a part of the vision and the, the dynamics of the group that, that hopefully end up on, on council should bring theirs as well. And together we can distill it and we can have a plan. And the plan will also include the administration. The administration is key to delivering it. Um, and while this may sound a, a bit naive, you know, working together is key because what is the alternative? Yeah. What is the alternative? Okay. Thank you, Martin.